everybody. Welcome to Health Through Movement. My name is Mike. And I'm Rob. And on today's episode, we're going to get into a little bit about the difference between hypertrophy training and power, and power training. training. That's right. Exactly. Now, I would say that I'm more of a hypertrophy training type of guy. Not that I don't use some power, but I would say I'm more hypertrophy, and I think Rob would say he would be more on the power end when he trains. Yeah, I mean, I, I think everyone should have both, but yeah, I, I tend to lean towards things that are very sh short but powerful, right? Like you. Like me and Rob, we're short and powerful. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like I, I don't, I really don't like long distance things. I don't like, um, like I'll do the, I'll do hypertrophy training when it comes to that time of the periodization, right? I'll do it like maybe once, twice, uh, uh one, oh, once a week, twice a week. I'm oh, sorry, not once a week, twice a week, but uh, once a month, one week, or two weeks for a month. So depending. Right, right. And they call it, like, there's names for it. Like, if you do a mixture, they call it, like, power building. Yeah, and stuff. They have, like that. Yeah, yeah, they have different names for it. But ex exactly, with the periodization, you can, through, like, the course of a month or two months or three months or whatever you're working, or weeks, you can kind of switch up, you know, your training so you have a chance to recover and stuff. But, again, we'll, we're going to kind of break it down, some of the differences and, uh, you know, kind of like a little bit of a mock workout. For a body part just to give you an idea or whatever um and again hypertrophy i think more breaks down body parts and power i would say would be combination of body parts more what you say rob uh well how do you mean by that let me more, more compound movements is oh what yes I'm yes that's that's correct that yeah 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 most most well i mean sense yeah it's mostly through compound movements like squats and bench press and um and deadlifts and stuff like that so and even right. more more so with like you know like the olympic lifts those really use a lot of stuff so right and and they and they take some practice i mean i people throw them around like they're no big deal but that, to do them correctly takes a lot of practice and a good teacher oh yeah 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 you can't just i i guess that's one of my criticisms with like uh, cross CrossFit. I, I I know you don't try try not to go into that topic too often. Oh, don't get me started, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean I don't I'm not a big fan of them either in general. But um, I do like that they do Olympic lifts. What I don't like is they're being taught by people who have not uh, who doesn't who do not do not have enough experience under the belt to teach that type of thing. So, so what you're saying is a guy who takes a class over the weekend and opens a box up, that's not good? <laughs> no. And it's and it's not good he's training 20 people at a time, too. So you can't. Of all different ages and all different yep. uh, experience and everything else. Yep. So. Yeah. It, 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 it gets pretty insane. And, again, I, we're not going to make this about CrossFit at all, but I do agree with you 100%. And, and, they, and those are movements that are meant to be power movements which is you're going all out. You're exerting yourself to do a certain weight or whatever you're trying to go, your max or something. They'll do it 30 times or over a couple minutes over and over and over again. That's not what they're there for. Yep. When, yeah, you, I mean, do them, when you do them correctly, I'm sorry to interrupt, but when you do yep. them correctly, you're, 
you're exerting yourself. Exactly. And you're looking to do a perfect move once. Yep, exactly. And that's, that's exactly what I was about to bring up. I mean, uh, and just a little, a slight, uh, I guess, adjustment to that. It's mostly explosive. Um, I mean, there's, they usually, they, they a lot of people like to uh, have a separate car category for, like, Olympic lifts because they, they tend to be more explosive, uh, just like um, box jumps and stuff like that, rather than power. Uh, they're not looking to, you know, yeah, as much weight as possible, but like you said, they have to do it very, in a very skilled manner. Um, so it's more more explosive movement than, than actual power movement, but I, I for sure still think there there's a lot of power behind the explosiveness be, uh, behind them, but a lot of people like to make that distinction. Right. I mean, they're two sides of a coin, really. Yeah. But, um... Why don't we why don't we get into it a little bit? And again, uh, I'm gonna come more from the hypertrophy angle, because that's how I train. And when Rob trains, he tends to do the more power thing. So um, why don't we uh, why don't we get into that now, Rob? Why don't we get into the uh, the power now? Sure, that sounds good. Yeah. So for power, uh, things tend to when you program for power, uh, things tend to be lower reps, uh, but uh, high weight. So higher intensity, uh, lower volume. Uh, this is so that you could carry uh, more weight um, and push more weight uh, with, and then you'll have more of a uh, rest time in between. So, uh, so for instance, you'll be, let's say squat, if you're doing uh, squatting, you'll be squatting uh, maybe three, three reps of your like probably like 80 80% of your maximal uh, lifts you really have to know what your max lifts are first your one RM basically yeah exactly right so yeah usually figure that out ahead of time like uh, if you're a true beginner you won't know exactly but eventually you'll figure that out and then you can program correctly uh, if you don't know there's some beginner linear programs uh, which don't take in periodization at all um, which could help you get what your one RM one rep max basically would be uh, some of them will be you know st starting strength and um, uh, that's from Ripito uh, and then uh, strong lifts uh, is also a popular one right right definitely uh, uh, um, for a beginner again I it's gonna. You, you, it takes time to figure all that out. Really, I mean, for a beginner, you're just trying to master the movements. Really. Yes. So that's correct. I, I, I wouldn't even worry about one rep max for if you're talking about beginners. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. I, that, that, and that's exactly correct. I mean, and that's what you know, strong lifts and you know starting strength do. Like, you start off from like literally like the bar, and but you progress quickly. If the linears. It, the reason why it's linear so you could get up there quickly like you said uh, uh, master the movements or not master but at least get used to them I don't think anyone really masters them until they get really into a, you know advanced and high level uh, lifting uh, and that's when you're you're really into serious stuff right. so. their nervous system has to adapt to the movements first right and, and that's yeah, where their exactly. first push of strength will be it's not actually strength it's adaptation of the nervous system and, right. and um, right. I just want to also real quick touch on your taking a longer break. Your body and your muscles run off of ATP. And for that to build up in the muscle again, 
minimum, the first 50% comes back at about 30 seconds. So that's why a lot of times when you're working in a higher volume and you're taking less rest and stuff, resting about 20 to 30 seconds, you're getting half of that back. Um, but to really get 100% packed, you're talking three to five minutes to get that back. So you definitely do, I agree, want to rest a lot longer when you're going for max lift. Yeah, for max lift, like, uh, for max lift, for me, it was three minutes, three minute breaks for like a for th three rep, uh, 80, 85%. For one rep max, if you're going for your max, um, then yeah, you'd want to take a lot of time between, like five minutes. Right, I agree. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, now, did you, when you were training, did you ever use any like chains and bands and stuff too to help with the explosiveness? Uh, yeah, yeah. So with bands, yes. Uh, mostly on bench, uh, and 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 uh, deadlifts. I didn't really use it on squat. Um, but chains, I didn't have chains. Uh, I, I so I, I guess I could have gotten them. It just um, <laughs> they were they weren't high on my prior list as in terms of buying stuff. But uh, yeah, chains. I would have loved chains for squats at least. Could, um, could you go great. into a little bit of how bands and chains help? Yeah, sure. So chains, uh, how they help is that, you know, when, when you're, let's say you're doing a squat movement, and you're on the top of the squat, and then you're you're, you're lowering yourself down, the chains, let's say they're, they're let's say like they're, they're twenty pound chains, like let's just say, right, on each side. That's forty pounds extra you're lifting, but once you start lowering to the ground and the and the ground starts. Uh, and, 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 and starts accumulating on the ground, it starts to relieve that. So you do less on your, on your, on your bottom movement, and then when, you, when you, you really have to explode up to get that up because you need more um, power to get that up. So you don't, you don't need as much going down, you, just, you need more going up. Uh, and similar to bands, um, uh, Bands, you know, they'll tense up, you know, when they're fully stretched. Uh, they'll have more tension when they're fully stretched uh, at their height. So you definitely need more to get it up there first. So uh, that's and that's why that's how it usually trains you to um, uh, be explosive, explosiveness of training uh, with bands and chains. Uh, I think I my I personally I think you you get more explosive out of uh, bands, but. Um, there's, I, I think there's, uh, you know, I, I think that's just personal preference. Um, I'm not sure if anyone really, uh, I, I'm, sh I'm sure there, there is a difference. It's just, for me, I prefer bands, so. Right, and it's a basically availability. <laughs> I yeah, mean, like yeah. you said, if you don't have chains, bands are fine, and vice versa. Right, right. Um, could you go into a little bit of how you would program over, let's say, a month period, four to six weeks, or however you did it? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> Uh, so the, the the program so I usually took a, a, a template off of us you know a usually a popular one but in China uh, analyzed it and kind of wrote it for my own um, at least for my own own needs I mean similar enough I didn't really really you know uh, I, why why mess with something that really works with other other people so if it's that, if it's not broke don't fix it basically you, exactly exactly but I did make some few adjustments. Uh, just to uh, adjust to my style and to my what my, my wants are right so usually uh, <clears throat> so 
in my and so in my training uh, programming, I would train for. It's really broken down to let's let's say a month, right? It's really into 16 weeks, but that's it's usually broken down to months at a time. In one month, I'll have the first week uh, with high volume and lower and uh, low intensity, right? I'm doing hypertrophy. I'm trying to build muscle. Um, uh, and then, and then, and it's probably going to be like, you know, reps of uh, eight to ten, um, at probably say you know, 65, 70 percent of my max for that lift. Uh, and then the, the second weekend, it'll be be less. It'll be probably be like the reps. It'll be more, more uh, intensity, less volume, but it's it's very slight. So let's say. Eight to ten is the first week. Second week would be like uh, a five to eight, uh, and the third week would be really um, three to five, and then last week is it's either you know one to three, d depending if I want to max try try and max out max load or not. Depending which program you're doing, uh, you might that might be required uh, for that. Um, just so you know. Uh, what if you could progress you know, add more weight so what for my programming I usually do three I do on the last week I do three reps of probably like 80 85 percent and I'll do three plus so I'll do three three reps and if I and then I'll try to do more than that for my last rep for each of my lifts uh, last set for each of my lifts and if I do uh, let's say instead of three I do four Five, that's let's extra five pounds next time or you know whatever if I do extra uh, if I do um, a seven then that's an extra that's put uh, ten pounds on stuff like that so because if, if I if my if I'm doing three reps of that and I do seven that means it was way too light so I have to increase my um, load for next time yeah it might have been a good week but that's where kind of experience comes into play. Like, all right, it was a good week, I could, but I don't think I should. Uh, uh, I don't think I should add 10 pounds. So, but basically, you do that, and then you keep uh, increasing that until uh, you're doing that for over 16 weeks. And at the end of 16 weeks, you usually that's when you usually program for uh, your your. Uh, competition, but I didn't compete, so I just that's basically your truly your max lift. You usually have a uh, you usually just that week you just do warm up sets and then your max. But and that's basically my uh, uh, my programming method. Uh, I mean, I could go more into it, but like uh, that's pretty much the basics of it. So yeah, uh, why don't we turn the tables now and we'll talk a little bit about hypertrophy training. Um, again, it's a little different than the power training. Here you're trying to actually gain muscle. You're trying to make your muscles bigger. So the training is more volume-based than as heavy as you can go. So um, as far as my training goes, what I, I'm looking to do as much as I can in a shorter period of time with sometimes as little as 30 seconds to a minute rest in between sets. Sometimes I even do supersetting or compound sets. 
Now, a superset, for people that don't know, is when you continue to do a specific exercise, you lower the weight, and you keep going. Um, a compound uh, sets would be doing a few different sets for a body part, one right after another. Uh, again, you're looking to get that volume. And Rob, you had mentioned you do do somewhat of that training when you're breaking yes. up certain times of the month. You do that. Um, but again, strength doesn't always mean size and vice versa. Right. So uh, you can have a littler guy be strong as hell and a bigger guy who you would think is super strong not be as strong as you think. Um, especially when it comes... Now, again, I do body part training. Uh, but that's not saying that I don't still do compound movements. Um, you still want to have those compound movements in there. Like right. squatting and deadlifting. But as far as deadlifting goes, now for you, Rob, you would do you do more... Uh, regular deadlifts from the ground when you deadlift, correct? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Both uh, conventional and sumo, but yeah, it's it's from the ground. That's a uh, special guest, Rob's dog. He just wanted to put yes. his two her two cents in. Um, yeah, apologize for that. <laughs> um, so me, I do more um, uh, Romanian. Oh, right, right, right. And again, that for people that don't know what that is, Romanian deadlifts are more of a. A, a very much a hinge movement and you're not touching the ground you're going about and again everybody's range of motion is a little different but you're going about halfway down your shin just below the knee to halfway down your shin some people will stay on a box or something to go even lower but that's basically where you're going to stay in that area and what that's doing is that's isolating more the hamstrings and the glutes yep so uh and you'll feel it if you do it correctly you will feel your hamstrings pulling at the bottom of the movement. That's how I usually teach it too. To tell them that, you know, are you feeling the pull? Okay, then you're doing it right. Because yep. the minute you drop those knees a little bit, you lose that pull yep. in there. So, yeah. yeah, I used to, uh, I do RDLs on my hypertrophy weeks. So, weeks one and two for each month, I do RDLs uh, in addition right. to my regular stuff. Right, exactly. Um, I don't love legs. I never did, but I do them. I do do a day of legs every week. I do break up my body parts. I'll change it up sometimes every now and then. Again, I'm in. I'm gonna be going on my mid 40s. Uh, even volume training sometimes I gotta back off every now and then, um, just because you know between older injuries that I have and just getting older and have been stupid in my childhood and stuff. You know, I'll start to get some aches here and there that I know, okay, my body's telling me let's, let's back off for a week. So sometimes I'll do three days of lifting and I'll do total body just to break up the monotony of body parts every now and then. Uh, but still keeping the hypertrophy angle and with hypertrophy, you don't have to go heavy. It's, it's about the volume. Yep. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm all, all for those uh, full body ones too. Like when you're taking a break, so or t taking a like a downtime, that down week, right? So you can get a lot of things done in one, in in the time that you have for full body workouts, and you still feel good about yourself, and you still get your workout in. So right, and instead of taking a whole week off, right, exactly, you're kind of taking it off, but you're still moving. Yep. So. I'll do that every now and then. But for the most part, my mainstay, and I've always loved it. I've trained a bunch of other ways. I've tried just about everything. 
hands down body part training is what I love the best. Um, my breakdown for me personally, and it's pretty basic. I mean, everybody, everybody's done this breakdown is uh, back and buys, chest and tries, shoulders, legs. Uh, yeah, it's like, I think they call it push-pull. Pretty much, yeah. Push-pull legs, yeah. Exactly. PPLs, yeah. Exactly. Um, and I have my mainstays that I always do, but I will change it up a little. But right now, for me, my workout consists of two exercises back-to-back, -back, 30 seconds rest, then do it over for three to four sets, depending how I feel that day or whatever. So to give an example, I may do... Uh, incline dumbbell chest press followed by uh, flat bench uh, flies and then I'll take a rest so by doing that I can't go heavy because right. I am not right. allowing myself the allotted amount of time to come back so I can't go that heavy but I'll tell you something you want to talk about working a muscle and feeling sore Going lighter and doing it that way, I'm more sore then than when I go heavier and take bigger breaks. Really? Uh, for I, me. I think for you, yeah. I, th I think – see, that's that's really – that's uh, for me, I, I feel the opposite. Like I feel more sore when I'm when I'm doing something really heavy and like I, I can't walk for like a day. Like especially if, I, if I'm doing squat or like if I'm maxing out my squat, I'll be like, oh, that hurts. Right. you got to do the flamingo walk. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and, and but I think I think it's more of a I think but for me it's like it's more more of a tiredness than a soreness. Like eventually when you, when when like in the beginning it was more sore, but like in the, at the end it was more tiredness um, when I did that. Like when I maxed out. Right, right, right. And again, I want to say that being sore does not necessarily mean you got a great workout. Right. right. That they have nothing to do with each other. So a lot of times sort for too long means you overdid it. So you got to kind of watch that a little bit. And again, I throw that out the window if I first give a client a brand new bunch of exercises for the first time. They're probably going to be sore for a couple days because their body's not used to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. No matter what it is. Right. But I'm looking to see that second week that we do it again. Was it as bad? No. Good. We're on the right track then. We're all right. So. Yeah. Um. And I'll tell you, when it comes to hypertrophy in the arms, you do not want to go heavy. That's why I laugh at these people when they're curling super heavy weight and they're swinging. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Right. When you sw the swing, you're like, why even bother right. if you're swinging? How's it feel working your delts, dude? Yeah. And again, your delts are in line with your bicep. They're connected, your front delt. So you do work it a little bit when you come up with a curl. Because there's a couple different ways of doing it. You can do curls where your arms are kind of at your sides. But a lot of times right. you get different heads of the bicep. Again, different positions of the hand. But if you come up a little, you are going to use your delt a little bit. But these people that are swinging it, it's like they're doing hip thrusts instead. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But they, they're, 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 that doesn't do anything for your for their, for their them, really. Like like you said, it's working out other muscles besides their their uh, bicep i mean it isn't working their bicep it's just not as much as they think it is right right it's all about feel hypertrophy is about the feel you're squeezing the muscles you're doing full range of motion you're feeling the quote unquote the burn that's what you're looking for power you're getting exhausted like you said 
you're giving, you're exerting yourself all out. You're not necessarily getting a burn. Right. Yep. You're just, your muscles are like, that's all we got. <laughs> you know, that's yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a lot of times where I came and pop out of the, uh, of the hole because it's from a squat. Just because I was like, I'm done. It's you know, after, after doing, you know, heavy sets, you just, you, you it's not like you're tired or no not, it's not like you're sore it's just you just can't you just won't function right so. right exactly and, and and so basically it really is about feeling it's about feeling when it comes to hypertrophy you want to feel the muscle working that's it in my opinion in a nutshell is you definitely you want to feel it yeah so you know there's so you know the differences between the hyper, hyper between hypertrophy training and strength training um a power lifting or I should say power training are there any like what what types of people should uh do what type of training or should they do both or should they focus on one or the other and what what are those types or scenarios would they would they which would they would do that uh i think <laughs> non-sports related people most are going to go for aesthetics and how they look i don't think they really care <laughs> How much weight they throw around at least especially women most women don't care i mean yeah you have your crossfitters now and stuff that are like trying to throw around and max out and everything but uh you know there's still that stigma which boggles my mind that people think if women think they do weights they're gonna be all bulky looking right, right. if it was only that easy <laughs> i mean even guys don't get that yeah. bulky yep, yep. so, so yep uh, yeah, so I would think most most are going to go for aesthetics, which is more of uh, volume training for you know hypertrophy training. Um, right. Power. You, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, and, and like I mean, and depending on what, what who we're talking about, right? Like if we're talking about normal Joe Blows, <laughs> you know, like the uh, just working working class people, like it depends, like. Uh, if you have a job that we're, I think we we're talking about this earlier, we're in a job where you need to be strong to, you're doing, um, you need to lift heavy stuff uh, often, or, or at least, you know, uh, often enough. You know, you might want to look into strength training uh, or, or power lifting, I should say. Uh, if not, if, if, if not at the focus of it, at least, you know, you should, you should at least balance it out between hypertrophy and, and power. Right, right. Exactly, exactly. And I mean, I think most guys want to have the aesthetics and have their ego at the gym where they're throwing weight around too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a testosterone thing. I mean, I, I maybe it's because I'm older now and I've done it for so many years. I don't really care. I mean, I have my own studio, so I don't really do it around other guys anymore. But I don't really, I, that doesn't do it for me anymore. That's a younger man's game. You want to like, oh, you strut in the gym. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know, you, yeah, you throw yeah. weight around. It's all the stuff. Some guy or girl could be like, "Oh, he knows what he's doing because he threw a lot of weight yeah. around." That and that's where the you know like the uh, hundred pound curls come into play, right? Right, right, exactly. And people assume things. Yeah. You know, he knows what he's doing, or he's been doing this long time, or he, he must. I, I should listen. I should do what he's doing. Yeah. You know, and, and just and, just and, because and, somebody looks good too doesn't mean they know what they're doing. Right. You know, it could be some genetics involved. I'm not saying they're not working hard, but if you have amazing genetics, your body will take whatever you throw at it and enjoy it, if you know what yep. I mean. So, 
You know, there's some of us that got to work our butts off to get a little bit. Yeah, and I would say, I don't know, that sum is more than more, more than most people think. Uh, I think there's a few genetically gifted people uh, that they could do that with. But yeah, I mean, I think the most of us, we just we all have to work at it um, correctly in the right way, and uh, so and then we have to be there in the gym all, all the time just to just keep it up. So. Right, right, exactly. Um, and, you, and again, if you don't like going to the gym, just do enough. You know what I mean? Just do enough. Some of us like yeah. doing this stuff, so we do it. Yep. You know, and when you're in a sport, you have to do it. It's your job. So they, then no matter what, and most of them are going to do a combo of power and hypertrophy. Right. You know, right. because they need the strength, they need the explosiveness. You know, but they need size and stuff too. So, you know, most sports you're gonna they're gonna train a combo, a combination of both. But yeah, you know, right. really, it comes down to your goal. What is your goal? Take it from there. I think that's that's the most important yeah. thing. No matter who you are, whether you're in a sport, whether you're going to the gym for health, whatever you're doing. If you say, hey, I want to see how much I can bench, well, then make your program around that and see what you can do. Yep. Go for and, it. And, and those goals uh, those goals may change. Uh, I mean, just take it from me, like I initially uh, was was lifting for for hypertrophy and, and like doing that stuff, but I, I, my goals changed because I felt like, like I liked, I really liked lifting a lot of weights i really didn't care how big i got like i just like actually I, it was kind of cool that um i could surprise people like how much i could lift or, or being unassuming how uh, unassuming i look and I, I like programming in that fashion as well so my 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 goals have changed from from one one way or the other and it could be other the other way around as well so uh sometimes you just got to go there try it out and then see what you like from there Exactly, and, and, and you, you hit it right on the head by saying uh, you, you, you love what you're doing, and guess what? You're going to stick with it. Yep, you're going to keep doing go. it. I tell every client, because I've come across everything with people. I say, do what you love, but make sure you sprinkle in enough of what you need. Yep. Uh, that, that's, that's really important. But Yeah, it's a great saying. That's a great saying, yeah. Right. You, 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 doing what you love is going to get you out there. I, and another thing I tell my clients, the hardest part of any workout is getting in the car and driving to it. That's yep. the hardest part because that's the yeah. easiest thing to say. I don't want to do it or, or write it off or go do something else. Once you're there, you're gonna do something. Yeah. You're there. Yeah. I, I find easy, the 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 first thing to do just get changed. That's all you have to do. Get changed for the gym, and then and then from there it's usually easier to say, all right, I'm changed. I might as well go or I might as well start doing something, right? So it's. So if you're ever lazy, it's always good just to just work in steps. Get changed. Let's just all right. Yeah, I'm just gonna get in my gym clothes. It's okay if I don't go. I'm just going to my gym clothes. You right. find it easier to to take it from there. Absolutely. So everybody, do what Rob says. Just like Rob does, put your yoga pants on like Rob does, and get out there. <laughs> do your workout. That's the most important. But really, it comes down to preference. Whether it's power, hypertrophy, size, or strength, do it right. Practice. Be safe. Listen to somebody who knows what they're doing. Read some books. Get a trainer that is specifically uh, trained or knows what he's talking about and what you're doing because every trainer has a different niche. So, 
I mean, we all know the basics and stuff, but we're all a little bit better at something. So make sure you do your research, but just be safe. Don't be stupid. That's the biggest advice I could give. Yep, and that's that's a uh, that's awesome advice. Uh, but uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Again, if you have any questions at all, message us, comment below. Um, we'd love, if you have an idea for a future episode, let us know. But we really appreciate any feedback you may want to give. Yep, and uh, yeah, that's that's right. And right, subs hit, hit like, subscribe, and yeah, just help us out with uh, ideas. Definitely, and as always, uh, we really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys.